0: An evening full of blood and guts. There sure were a lot of shots to the nuts. Welcome to the Shoot Brothers (laughs) Wrestling Podcast. Of course, it's the only wrestling podcast you can find online. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Blood! He said it right there. He said it right there. The moment we've all... The months... What is this, almost a year in the making now? Maybe even more. Maybe even more. Um, uh, 14 months in the making, AEW. I said (sighs) A-N-W. Good brand. (laughs) Good brand. Presents Blood and Guts live from Daily's Place. Uh, Of course, that's all the AEW action we have for this week, but you know we have all the rest of the stuff. We've got NXT. We've got Monday Night Raw. We've got SmackDown Live. And all of those uh, great things that we have. And no pay-per-view this weekend.
1: No. Wow. Uh, we got this week off, but
0: this week off. Up. Of course, we still have a few more shows before uh, WrestleMania. Backlash. Uh, nothing. Play. Nothing on the NXT slate. I don't believe in terms of pay per views or anything like that. And of course, uh, at the end of the at the end of May, Double or Nothing.
1: Yeah, we got a couple announcements for that, so it's starting to come together there. Which yeah. Is- going to be a lot of fun. Which, yes, you know, they're uh, the
0: flagship show over there down in Jacksonville. But before we do all of that, uh, usually we do kick off the show with the tweet of the week. However, sometimes, as you know, if the tweet of the week is pertinent to certain things that may occur throughout the week uh we'll kind of push the tweet of the week back until we get (laughs) to that sort of moment uh there so you will be getting it there will be a brand new tweet of the week champion but we'll cover it in a little bit so uh without further ado why don't we just kick off our wrestling week shall we um let's move over uh to a brand that's not only blue but a brand where I have uh, the top I got to say the brand with the top champion there I said it I can't think of a more dominant champion right now short of Kenny Omega out (laughs) there I, I cannot pick one dude who is stronger in the world of professional wrestling right now than the man his name is Roman Reigns and he leads our favorite television program it is Smackdown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live.
1: The blue brand. And
0: uh... we, we, we already and they, they already announced before, we even, before 8 p.m. even clicked, we already knew there was going to be an Intercontinental Championship match
1: between Apollo Crews and Big E. Yeah, and even more than that, there's going to be a universal title match, which is uh I mean I think this might be Roman Reigns' first match in general on SmackDown since coming back.
0: Short of that Christmas uh Christmas Steel Cage match, which yeah, also a spectacle of its own. Uh <laughs> this is the only kind of singles uh championship match Roman Reigns had on television, <coughs> but not only is it just a single, it's not it's not just a normal singles match.
1: I guess uh yeah, Daniel Bryan's SmackDown careers on the line.
0: This is a career versus <laughs> title match. Career versus streak, whatever you want to call it. Roman Reigns is certainly on a streak, though. We'll get to all of that. Certainly, that will be our main event. But this week, to kick off SmackDown, uh, we do actually kick off the show this week with our women's champion, Bianca Belair.
1: I'm on my own. And she's got some... <laughs> she's got her championship and some nice big uh, replica earrings i like those that she was wearing little title big, belts
0: big yeah uh, where, where where can we get those at wwe
1: probably i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> uh but when she goes to speak she gets interrupted by rudin ziggler of all people they cut her off but then street profits come out they get at the dirty dogs so bailey comes out she gets in the ring um uh, yeah, starts laughing at Bianca, slaps her. It's a big brawl erupts. So, you know, we're going to get this mixed tag match here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds about right to me. I mean, it all kind of works right there.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm just happy to see Bailey fighting again. She took a big break there during well,
0: WrestleMania. So, yeah, season. in and around Mania. And what, what really surprised me about Bailey. I mean, she has, I think, the... Uh, I think last week they announced that she was going to get the match at WrestleMania Backlash... Yes. Um, but the whole ding dong hello thing really didn't land as well as I think we maybe thought it might have.
1: <laughs> I mean, I certainly liked it. Yeah, but, I uh, thought it was
0: fine in terms of like how talk show segments go. You, I was like, this is just fine for me. There are no yeah. women who lead talk show segments. And of course, we have the Kevin Owens show. Of course, we got Sami Zayn sometimes. Of course, we got uh, what? The Peep Show.
1: Yeah, we Ms. has two shows. Ms. has two the, shows. The Dirt Sheet Ms. TV. I can't tell the difference.
0: Ms. and Mrs. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. But yeah, it, it, but uh, for some reason, Bianca, oh, sorry, uh, Bailey, her show just didn't land. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's still like her catchphrase, but we've only really had like two episodes of Ding Dong Hello. So.
0: Yeah, and then it, we've had her use her catchphrase more than there have been episodes of the thing the catchphrase came from. Yeah. Weird, but, eh? Uh,
1: yeah. Anyways, the match itself was fine. The uh, the big moment for me was Belair doing her big hair whip onto the back of Rude, but it uh, was not as spectacular as the Sasha one. Yeah,
0: there wasn't. it uh, wasn't a... a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like
1: it was the just other a little... One. <laughs> you know. But uh, he sells it well. He's screaming. He's in agony. So uh, Dawkins hits the anointment. Tags in Ford, who hits a slight variation. This time he did like a springboard before doing the from the heavens frog splash to get the win. And uh, every time I see it, man, that slow mo replay, that frog splash. Is
0: he adds impressive. a couple inches on. Like, <laughs> yeah, every so wait, time, every, he every in the week, gym, he adds an inch to that vertical. Uh, to the point, one he's day gonna...
1: he's just gonna not come back down. <laughs> he's he just gonna leave him. orbit. <laughs> Jumping out of the building at this point, (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, this was just fine. Like you said, you know, yeah, WWE they thrive on these sorts of multi-person tag matches. We see them every week, sometimes three, sometimes two, sometimes. And yeah, it always seems to work. You know, does Bailey feel any more of a threat to Bianca Belair? Probably not, but is it inevitable that Street Profits take down the Dirty Dogs?
1: Hopefully, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, hopefully. Yeah. We've been saying that about Nia and Shayna for months. But
0: Speaking of... <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Speaking of, they get inter- interviewed backstage when Nia and Tamina come back, or attack them from behind to get the upper hand. Because uh, they're jumping right into this tag match here. So they're really beating around the bush with this feud, because this is a non-title match. And uh, of course, Reggie's interfering and distracting, but she knocks him down and... Uh, yeah, and then she hits Baszler with the super fly smash, gets the three count. So surely now they got to get a title shot and hopefully just win the damn things already.
0: I hate non-title
1: <laughs> matches. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. I really do. Um,
0: because Especially in like, this. Yeah. In this, like sort, this sort of situation don't... when a slimy, uh, cowardly piece of shit heel somehow does his, you know, slithering to create the non-title match. Fantastic, love it, because that's kind of your your way to be shitty and slimy and yeah, still like, Yeah, I'll fight
1: you, but not for this. Exactly, but
0: Nyan to me, I don't I don't remember that being introduced in that kind of way. It was just like ding ding ding. The following is a non-title match.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, which. Um, <sighs>
1: And then we had a random title match on Raw, which made even less sense. So, so bizarre.
0: We'll what are they? What are they doing here? Um, <laughs> yeah, because like I said, I mean, I thought they were gonna drop. I thought they were gonna drop the hammer or drop the. What do? What do we drop in a positive way? Because dropping the ball is bad.
1: <laughs> um, what can you Drop
0: that's good. No,
1: drop no. The beat, but, drop the <laughs> beat. I thought
0: they were gonna drop the beat on Natalya <laughs> and Tamina taking this over at WrestleMania Night Two, uh, but it just fucking never happens. Now we've had a month of rematches.
1: Yeah, hopefully backlash, but I'm not – I've said that before, so I'm not – You've
0: said that before, Mike, and uh, – <laughs> Every you time know, they defend the titles, but I But certainly, I think, yeah, they've run their course. It's funny. It's uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, definitely run their course as champions, but Natalia and Tamina don't feel like the team to dethrone them still.
1: No, they just kind of threw them together, and now they're the ones – I don't know. They obviously don't give a shit about the Riot Squad, so –
0: Nobody gives. I think the whole nobody. I mean, gives that, a shit Don't about the say that. Division. The fans do. Yeah. Oh yeah. The fans. The
1: fans. When they were in, <laughs> when they were in WrestleMania for like those three or four minutes, they got a couple pops.
0: Yeah, I think they might add a couple eliminations uh, <sighs> in that time also.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then we get another vignette from uh, Mr. Magoo, Aleister Black, with his giant Jim Cornette glasses on. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> That's and my. He's Jim just Cornette. reading from his book, uh, The Dark. I forget what it, was, it was some book of dark tales or something.
0: Yeah, something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Candlelit room. I don't know. At Classic this point,
0: Alistair Black reading yeah. uh, creepy literature from a dark room.
1: They do uh, enough of the hype, just getting in the ring. They always do this. They do too many vignettes. I just want to see him wrestle.
0: Well, this is now two two weeks of it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they've done this. Well, especially because it feels
0: like it's two weeks of the vignettes after six months of him not in the ring. So it kind of yeah. feels like... And then nah, six I months just...
1: before that of vignettes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's why I'm ready. I'm just ready. No, remember, know uh,
0: Alistair Back, Bobby Lashley, WrestleMania 36. You know, uh, never forget that match.
1: I already have. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Apollo Crews defends that Intercontinental title against Big E. Uh, nice big man, back and forth match here. Yeah. Uh, And even though they're big, they do some big spots. You know, the moonsault to the floor. Death Valley driver on the apron. Uh, Cruz is in control. Looks to finish off Big E, but he counters. Hits the big ending. Goes for the pin, but then Commander Aziz pulls E out of the ring. Throws him into the ring post. So we got a DQ. But then Owens comes out after. Attacks Aziz. And then Sammy comes out. Everyone's brawling. The heels stand tall. But then Aziz... You know, it says you're not with us, and he hits Sammy with the Nigerian nail. The
0: Nigerian nail, uh, perfect alliteration for, uh, for a fi- <laughs> for a finishing maneuver. It's pretty much just a choke slam, right? Or uh, no, it's the thumb to the throat. Thumb to the throat. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. But
1: and he doesn't even tape his thumb. You're gonna jam your thumb one day and break it.
0: Um. Yeah. So Aziz, <laughs> this Aziz guy, Kunte, uh yeah, champion Dabba of Kato. Raw Underground, whatever we want to call him. <laughs> um clearly meant to be the heater for Apollo Crews over here, right? Yeah. Know, clearly meant to be this guy. But I just I feel as though I, I he's just No kidding. Omos to me. No Omos. No, <laughs> nobody is Omos to me. Nobody. But yeah, but this is this guy, his presence pretty much just like ensures a
1: cheap finish.
0: That yeah. and he's a little
1: goofy looking, you he's know. I know he's wearing the, the... Know, the uniform it, with the tasseled shoulders. Because yeah,
0: because it's not practical. <laughs> He's not wearing something practical, so it looks odd. It's like when you see somebody, yeah. um, it's like, like when you see somebody wearing very like really big pajamas at the grocery store. Yeah, it's like would, uh, you can fucking do it, but like you look strange doing it.
1: <laughs> Going back to Almas, like everything he wears looks natural. It's like his wardrobe. It he looks, looks
0: natural. It looks yeah. intimidating. Um, yeah. But yeah, which just feels like, yeah, I would hate for, because yeah, we can, we Apollo Crews can put on a great match. I would hate for his great matches to be uh, kind of turned down a little bit just because Aziz comes in with the cheap finish. And I don't like yeah. Aziz. It makes me think of Aziz. I'm sorry. So anytime I say <laughs> it, I'm just like, why? We're just like a different. Daba, what? Daba Kato was fine.
1: It <laughs> yeah. could still have been uh... Daba
0: Kato. Uh, but having Sami Sammy, o- Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens here suggests maybe a uh, fatal four way coming up next weekend possibly at WrestleMania backlash um and with those four in the that's a lot of talent in a ring if that if that can happen
1: yeah i'd rather have that than another you know bigy apollo singles match so yeah. let's do that
0: let's yeah very that. very much so it works uh and it kind of keeps uh you know uh, buys time for apollo cruz before yeah. the next step,
1: whatever that may be,
0: I just certainly don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, then we get this promo from King Corbin, and he did not look like a king at all. He looked like Dad on vacation. Corbin, he, this, <laughs> he was wearing this flowery like Hawaiian shirt and a big brimmed fedora. Oh, this was a different look for him.
0: So I gotta say though, um, <laughs> this is uh, this is real life, Corbin. I yeah, do. I, I I I do kind of you know every so often see what he's up to on Instagram. He's always barbecuing and watching people barbecue is my new uh, my new thing to watch. You know <laughs> is it because
1: you can't, so you're like, oh, I wish. I
0: could. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because I see it like, oh, I can't wait. Just wait till I have a backyard to Have a barbecue on your balcony?
1: No, no. We've no. Checked. Like we checked. checked.
0: Yeah, oh, exactly. So I just think to myself like, oh, one day I'm gonna have this backyard and I'm gonna cook just like and he wears those cool black latex gloves when he's handling uh, the meat and stuff I'm like
1: oh god baron corbin so you just pick it up in the flame
0: you know you can just you just fucking pick it up I'm like, oh, I'm like picking psh- up a picking up a steak <laughs> <laughs> picking up a steak or something um but yeah, that's so exactly this is- <laughs> it. This is great for a couple of reasons. I mean, you know, dropping the king gimmick, which we felt like maybe, you that's know, what has, I want. Yeah, has that's run I- its course and then while also, you know, that that's kind of a two-sided thing. He drops the king gimmick meaning that it maybe it's time for somebody else to
1: pick it up. King of the Ring 2021. I'd be all for that. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully Definitely. this is a sign. Put yeah. down the crown, bring on the fedora. Put down the crown.
0: However, Would you, call you it know. A fedora? Yeah, I think that is a fedora. It's like a straw hat, a big friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, though, you know, I just want to just want to get all of it out of the way because he did reappear on SmackDown. His uh, his two brand to brand invitational appearances will stand when he appeared on Monday Night Raw a couple times to help up Bobby Lashley, uh, yeah. and now we see him reemerge on SmackDown. Uh, he is now on SmackDown. Just so you know.
1: Yeah, him and Lashley—they really never mentioned that again.
0: Never. Never, (laughs) absolutely never.
1: Yeah, but let us move to the main event, the match we've all been waiting for. Uh, The big dog, Roman Reigns, defending that Universal Title against Daniel Bryan, who has uh, put his SmackDown career on the line in this match.
0: That makes it important. So Roman Reigns walks down to the ring. So you know what time that means. It means it's burn it, burn it, burn. Or is it? (laughs) Burn it, burn it. It. For a, the, a half decade now, you yeah. know, at least maybe, I'd say maybe even more, the, uh, the WWE universe has kept a synonymous sound, whether it was, uh, you know, uh, a tonal exploration, whether, whether it was prefaced with uh, Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, mm-hmm. or we removed that, right? The big dog has always been defined <laughs> by that. That heavy, heavy guitar chords. There's like six guitars layered up on there.
1: Yeah, for three chords. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) Darn it. Darn
0: it. Not anymore. Not anymore, Mike. Uh, Roman Reigns comes down to new music, finally.
1: Finally. Finally. The last remnant, you know, he had the bulletproof vest. He had the entrance through the crowd. He had the music, but he's finally ditched the shield he's finally pure roman reigns the big dog the tribal chief and i dig it yeah it was more you know obviously it was more evil sounding like a final boss video game type it of thing. really felt like the <laughs> final
0: boss that you play yeah yeah i got that i got that kind of vibe too
1: yeah so i like it thumbs up thumbs up. um but yeah anyways let's get to this hot hot main event the thunderdome crowd was buzzing um yeah, they got to go about 20 minutes here. You know, Brian working over Reigns, looking for that yes lock, but the chief is just going blow to blow. Um, one of the first big moves, they hit like a super power bomb off the second rope there. Always fun. Uh, but yeah, then they fight to the floor. Reigns comes charging at Brian with the spear, but he avoids that. So Reigns crashes through the barricade, and then back in the ring, Brian hits the running knee. So he could win the match here, but Roman manages to get a foot on the rope at the count of two. But then he gets the yes lock applied. Reigns gets out of that hits the spear. But then Brian kicks out of that, gets the yes lock on again. Uh, But then Roman manages to fight out once more. And then he just mounts Brian and just starts punching him, raining, raining these heavy blows down on him. Followed by some more big power bombs. And then finally he locks in the guillotine. And Brian passes out reigns retains the title he passes out yeah and he's banished from smackdown as a result banished he's He's banished not even allowed in the front door no so uh who knows what this means? he's gonna be off tv or is he gonna show up in nxt who knows i
0: mean the world's his (laughs) oyster of course after the match i think uh Roman Reigns kept on being down. Daniel Bryan. I think it's was Cesaro was the one who made the save, and then Jey Uso made the double save.
1: Yeah, and then. Uh, uh,
0: they, and then a series of concerto's. Yeah. <laughs> as they,
1: t- they tied Cesaro up in the ropes and just made him watch, as Bryan had his brains scrambled with the concerto. And then it was kind of weird the way it ended. It just kind of cut off real early, like they were pressed for time.
0: Yeah, usually they do that nice kind of like still camera fade to black. This was kind of like cut, 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 cut. It was like
1: Cesaro was still kind of in peril and Reigns was like yelling at him. Was he going to hit him? Was he going to get out? I don't know.
0: Remember that one (laughs) time where I think it was an episode of Raw ended with uh, somebody tied up in the ropes and just taking... No, I think it was SmackDown. I think it was Murphy tied up in the ropes, and the entire Mysterio family was just laying down uh, oh, yeah. shots on them. <laughs> yeah, they're I'm, beating I'm,
1: it. They're like, we're going to come back next week. I was week like, I want to come beat.
0: back next week, and they're still <laughs> doing it. That would be I yeah. you know, just really kind of keep that. I would love week, 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 you know this week's SmackDown. You know, Cesaro still could be tied up. Um, <laughs> could be. Yeah. What else is there to say, though? I mean... Um, not only a uh, not only a clean victory for the head of the table, the tribal chief, right? You know, I mean, there was no uso interference during yeah. the match, yeah, uh, right, and that's huge. But yeah, just another fucking it's got this got to be another WWE match of the year already. I mean, I feel r- this this Roman tear that he's on is insane.
1: Yeah, and the uh, Roman Cesaro, that's going to be fantastic as well.
0: Yep, Roman Cesaro is the next uh, thing. We're all in with the big dog, uh, and now he'll just elevate Cesaro. He'll probably beat him, but he's going to elevate him.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great match either way. Uh, potential main event for Cesaro—that's a big deal. I main eventing a pay per view in a singles match. So let's see it.
0: Yeah, that is a big deal. That is a big deal. And that was SmackDown. That was SmackDown. What what a a fantastic not end to the show, but uh, also possibly a fantastic end to Daniel Bryan's, maybe the end of Daniel Bryan's uh,
1: in-ring career, at least least on a full-time basis. Full-time, yeah. And there was uh, lots of hot rumors online that his contract legitimately ended on that day of that SmackDown, April 30th last week. So he is technically a free agent. Although all signs point to him being a WWE, you know. Lifer. Lifer, part-time, legend contract, turn into a backstage agent after type of deal. You know, the Fit Finley route.
0: <laughs> yeah, the old <laughs> Fit Finley route. No, that's it. You can't fucking risk it if yeah. you're anybody, and his wife, right? his
1: wife's in WWE. They're on good terms. She's got a reality show. So.
0: Like the second, you, sure. the second you leave, you never come back,
1: right? Uh, that sort of feels no. like the way it could be it's up to uh, no a lot of times Vince will bring you back just to humiliate you
0: yeah oh yeah I don't want that for Daniel Bryan or maybe <laughs> yeah, I should say no. if you le- if you go somewhere else you'll probably never come back uh, I don't know depends yeah he would really have to like you for that
1: yeah but uh let's move on on
0: Let's move on before we move on, though. Uh, we are having our Monday Night Raw, but I believe it is time for us to crown a new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Hi, Mike, because you said it yourself, you know, the uh, the internet was ablaze uh, with... With yeah, his contract is legitimately over. He's a he is a free agent. Hell, I even saw things. I said, "There's no ninety-day non-compete in his contract." Oh, well, he wasn't released. It just ended. He so. just ended The contract is over. He can do whatever he wants. So we're going to bring it back to this week's uh, brand new Tweet of the Week champion for his second time. His name is Daniel Bryan because the internet. The internet's a fun place. And the nerds out there, they're always backlogging the information. Remember, you can get called out on your tweets 15 years later if you're a guy like Kevin Hart. Or 11 (laughs) years later if you're a guy like Daniel Bryan. Because on, uh, on, (laughs) on May 2nd, 2010, Daniel Bryan tweeted, Feeling great and flying to Jacksonville. Wonder what's in store for us this week uh and yeah way to go way to go twitter community for finding (laughs) that tweet again um because of course you know that's gonna be the next hot rumor is daniel bryan will he be will he he start making uh trips to jacksonville on a more regular basis i don't know he's a free agent
1: he is but uh there's two brands in florida so who knows what he's going there for
0: two brands in florida and nothing anywhere else (laughs) (laughs) yeah that no, was uh, great. Congratulations to you, hey.
1: O'Brien. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We're moving on uh, through the week, shall we? Uh let's go to where all the beef is. Let's go over to Monday Night Raw.
1: Let's get raw. I mean, meat is red, or beef is red, so Mm -hmm. uh, the red brand here uh, (laughs) makes sense, Um, you know, and it was the week of coin flips. We had the coin flip on Dynamite for Blood and Guts, and here on Raw, we're going to have a coin flip backstage to see who Lashley faces tonight, Uh, and then it ends up being Strowman, so hey, Hey. that's exciting. Not. Not! But then finally... After a long month of waiting, we get the big return of the new Raw Tag champs, AJ Styles and Omos. And uh, they just get on the mic, cut a promo about their big win, and uh, AJ just says, Yeah, we've been celebrating off the coast of the Caribbean, and uh, yeah, I'm a Grand Slam champ now. But then the New Day come out to interrupt. They go back and forth on the mic, and they decide to settle it in the ring. And the titles are on the line. We're getting a tag title match here. Wow. Like that. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, so, Almas, uh, he actually gets in the ring early this time. And, you know, New Day's trying to take him down, but he's just brushing off their attacks. AJ gets in later. And uh, the big moment for me was Kofi hits the crazy trust fall, but AJ barely caught him. He just pretty much jumped backwards onto the floor off the top.
0: And it was like, I hope you're going to be there, bud.
1: Yeah. And that's the trust fall. But, uh, so the new day, they team up on AJ until Omos tags back in. He hits the big choke bomb, and then AJ jumps off his shoulders to hit the phenomenal forearm and gets a three count. They retain their titles.
0: That, and I guess that's the new finish, the forearm off of uh, Omos. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the new, that's the new finish.
1: Undefeated, Mr. Omos. Yeah,
0: 200. which I mean, you know, he's doing better than Nicholas. Gotta say, in terms of uh in terms of having your first match at WrestleMania, then moving on into the future, he is, you know, he's one better than Nicholas. So uh we yeah. got we, we gotta really support that. Uh and I guess he's just got, I guess they just gotta have him keep improving.
1: Yeah. Uh build another challenger. They can't fight New Day every time. So
0: No. Who else is uh no, well we are building more challengers, right? We have the Vikings the Viking Raiders are back. Um, wasn't there another team? The RK team? Bros. The RK RB. Bros is back. So <laughs> yeah. maybe All there's right. a little That's more uh, flame to this uh, Raw Tag fire than we thought.
1: Hopefully. It's been a while. Yeah. We need it. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, then we cut backstage where Charlotte and Sonya Deville are finishing up this conversation. And Adam Pearce asks her what's about. And she just like, ah, nothing you got to worry about, little man. And <laughs> he, he gets angry. He's like, hey, you're overstepping your boundaries. You're getting way out of line here. So uh, some tension, hmm. but I like this side of Sonya. Don't 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 fuck around. You don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. And a little, <laughs> little little heel, Sonya, which is a nice uh, kind of counterpart to Adam Pierce. Who knows? Maybe that's the big match that we're waiting for: Sonya Deville versus Adam Pierce.
1: Ah. Uh, then we get a commercial to hype up this coming week's edition of Throwback Friday Night SmackDown, which could be cool.
0: Yeah, so it's, we're gonna get a SmackDown with um, like the old font. Maybe that big fist. Maybe the old
1: set. I would love <laughs> if they brought the fist out. They keep it in a big warehouse somewhere.
0: Well, you know, at least at least they're doing it. I remember when they tried to do the old school Monday Night Raw on that Raw 25, and then everybody hated it, mm-hmm. and it the Undertaker showed up for half a second. Like it's yeah, yeah. nice that they're tra- doing it, and not charging people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So hopefully mm-hmm. they. I, I remember hearing that that SmackDown yeah. fist. It took two trucks just to carry that damn thing from the arena. Really? To arena. They hated it. But it was such a part of the set that they. I kept
0: bet. It was well, I bet. What's so funny now? They could probably make it, uh, you know, twelve times lighter and yeah. more efficient. <laughs> just,
1: exactly. Now Back it's just, then, like, just a like a set like of prosth- Solid fucking metal.
0: Yeah. Now it's just like a set of prosthetics you put together, like a
1: dinosaur in yeah. Jurassic you Park. You three D print it and put it together. <laughs> <and
0: it's done. laughs> yeah. You know, Vince owns a big three D printer. He owns the. He owns one of the biggest three D printers in the world.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then we get this hype video for the return of Eva Marie. Ooh. Um, who's very controversial, but personally one of my favorite cast members from Total Divas, the early seasons.
0: So it's so nothing to do with her in ring performance, more of uh, her performance uh, well, on a reality
1: um, show. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, okay. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Did you well, know because, much about her?
1: Well, well I mean, no. Or did you? Did you just see the online vitriol? I,
0: I, I didn't. No, I didn't see anything online about her being a terrible person.
1: Not a terrible person, just not that great a wrestler.
0: Okay. Yes, I did see the not great a wrestler thing.
1: Yeah. No, um, she's a good. That's why I like her. She's a good person. She's. I think she'll be like Lana. She'll work hard. And hopefully, she can improve.
0: Yeah. Um. Hopefully improve. Um. But I, I mean,
1: she's obviously hired for her looks. They love her. She was just there posing on a Ferrari.
0: Yeah. That's what I. That's what <laughs> sucks. And that's what to me I don't quite get. And maybe, like, NXT is incredible at building new female performers build yeah. building them up from nothing and making them something i mean io shirai's rise to prominence has been was incredible or um or uh, raquel gonzalez yeah like if you were to ask us last year will she be champion by this time next year like, yeah, absolutely not she's just kind of there uh but they turn into something special right and just for like for raw to lose like the iconics you know we lost two else chelsea green yeah, like James. Mickey James. Well, I I wouldn't include Mickey James in this. What I'm just well, because yeah, like she she was already an established person, oh, right? Yes. But like we we, we had. Th- I mean, I think between the Iconics and Chelsea Green, we had three women who we could build up very well. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's I would have go kept those three for ahead. it. Uh, but no, but we got this star from years ago. Because why? Is it a well, ratings thing? Like people see Eva Marie, they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch now because who the hell is Peyton Royce?"
1: Well, yeah, I will say one thing: Eva Marie, she is a heat magnet. She gets good reaction, a lot of boos. Like people so she, hate her. Is she gonna She gets a good. About, she's going to get a good reaction from a fake crowd noise. No, I mean by the time she starts actually wrestling, hopefully crowds will be back. Okay, I think she'll just do this for a couple of months and not even hit the ring.
0: Yeah, this one just kind of. Bu- yeah, this one just kind of bugs me because we just saw so many great women be released from the company and then it's like oh great so we could premiere an old, like an like one from a long time ago i don't know The
1: evolution is coming
0: fantastic so. i ca- <laughs> i can wait i can i'm one of the like, only
1: people that i'm yeah i guess you're excited rather, i guess
0: you're excited for it. well i, mean, I just want to see
1: where it goes so i want to see if she's improved well that's but the thing uh, like
0: I, I like i want to see you you have she has she's gonna have to be at least as good as peyton royce
1: um, a, she's going to say, yeah, yeah, i will
0: uh, be at least as good as the person they just let go, right?
1: I think she's going to be as good as Lana was 18 months
0: ago. Oh, fuck
1: me. <laughs> so get ready for that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get just ready warning.
0: for more shitty women's action on the main roster. Perfect. I can't wait.
1: We'll see. <laughs> but I'm glad. Glad we got that in there. Uh, then we go backstage with a New Day uh, recovering from their loss. So Elias and Riker sneak up on them with a basket of tomatoes and just start chucking them. Uh, but then they stop and realize that they've hit Randy Orton, who just kind of walked in the line of fire and stood there. And he looks pissed. He's tomatoed.
0: Yeah. Uh, WWE, the only storylines we can keep going are tomatoes. <laughs> Tomato throwing is the only legit. Remember when uh, we had Viking Raiders two weeks in a row? Uh... Not on this show,
1: though. Nope. Weird, eh? Not this week. Yeah. Uh, But we did get Charlotte Flair taking on Dana Brooke. And, uh, yeah, Charlotte just doing her aggressive heel thing. Brooke gets a couple nice moves in. Swanton Bomb for a two count. Uh, And then she's doing her handspring thing. But then as she's doing the handspring, Charlotte just chop blocks her leg out midair. And then puts in the figure eight to get the submission win. Uh, but then she doesn't release the hold after, so Mandy Rose comes in, just drop kicks Charlotte's off, follows up with the big C-trigger, um, and then she goes to help up Dana when Sonya Deville comes out. And she announces that she has allowed Charlotte to make a proposal. So Charlotte gets on the mic and says, Asuka's facing Ripley for the title, and I'm left out! Uh, so she complains about some shit not being on Backlash, and tells Sonya, be fair to Flair. So Deville says, "Well, since the men are having a triple threat for the WWE title, Charlotte, I'm adding you to the match." So uh, Rhea Ripley comes out and says, "She's not having this crap. Nobody likes you, Charlotte." Oscar comes out and she says, "This is bull crap." Calls Charlotte a little baby, and Charlotte claps back. Rip- Anyways, they all start fighting, and Oscar's uh, the one who stands tall at the end of it.
0: Well, someone has to stand tall at uh, the as I want to stand tall at the end of it you know what I think it is less I, I think I've, I think I've kind of come to this conclusion where we always ask ourselves. you know Charlotte showing up and getting a title shot is one of the. yeah like water is also wet we know it's going to happen and maybe one of the most predictable things that always happens but I think it's because they can't book a second woman's feud
1: I think it's because they I don't just think want I, Charlotte in every match.
0: <laughs> I, I, no, certainly, certainly, right? But, like, why not have Charlotte in a non-title match that has a good build against a good performer that ends up being a good match? Like, that seems simple. I mean, what, we saw, didn't we see Candice LeRae and Mia Yim put on a banger, and it wasn't even for a title?
1: No, they can. They just don't want Charlotte doing anything that's not for the title.
0: But then if we, I feel like if we look one step further, there is no second women's feud on Monday Night Raw. It's title or bust. There's no there's no middle thing that actually has you know, uh some some like passion put into it, some thinking put into it, and then so we always only end up with one women's feud, which is the uh the title scene.
1: Yeah, I mean, we did have that lacey charlotte pregnancy thing but that or the pregnancy ruined
0: it's time to move on <laughs> time to move on lacey evans hey is...
1: i've yeah i didn't want i was fine with the singles match i want charlotte doing something else so i don't know
0: yeah that would be great you know but who would be that kind of fourth or fifth competitor there in that women's mid card right now i feel like we just let him go i feel like we just let the best one go
1: yeah i wouldn't have Done that
0: yeah which is really weird I mean hell didn't like I mean just a couple weeks Ago we saw Britt Baker And Thunder Rosa take on each other One of the best matches of the year For nothing Yeah it was not for a title Like it is possible to put two women In the ring and have them do something Not with any like with just Pride at stake they just choose not To
1: (laughs) Yep That's pretty much it Uh, And then we go Backstage where Umberto Carrillo is interviewed and then Seamus just beats him up. So they'll fight later.
0: <laughs> so, so they'll go at it later.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then we see Adam Pierce coming in and yelling at Sonya Deville for what she did out there. And, you know, threatens her with going to a higher authority because she's beyond abuse of power. So she apologizes, but uh, they have a little yeah. stare down.
0: Yeah, yeah, Pierce Deville.
1: Mm-hmm. Book it. Book it. Uh, then John Morrison takes on Damian Priest. Uh, yeah, the match was okay. Miz jumps in, but Priest overcomes the distraction and hits the lights to get the win. So they're still going at it. They're still, they're still going at it. I had a feeling John Morrison might have been hurt the past,
0: like, little while. He, 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 you know, yeah. just, uh, so he might just kind of be getting back into things. Uh, but yeah, just another one of these post-mania feuds that's dragging on too long.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, But then we go backstage where the man with the 49-match win streak, Mansoor, uh, he is signing an official raw contract with Adam Pearce. So, you know, Sheamus walks in, just cracks wise, and proposes that uh, he accept his open challenge tonight. So just like this, Mansoor. Is on uh, Raw.
0: We were just talking about him last week, I think. How he has uh, yeah. been accumulating this this silent winning streak on NXT and uh, 205 Live. Hasn't lost since 2019.
1: You
0: know, all the Saudi so. Arabia shows he's always in. I'm sure he's a main event stud.
1: Yeah. So, we'll, we'll get to that later. Mm. Uh, but Cedric and Shelton are taking on the Lucha House Party. So... <laughs> uh, so it's a bad sign for them. Bad sign for everybody involved. If I'm being honest. Yeah, and even worse for Cedric and Shelton because Meta- Metalik hits his little rope rock elbow drop, gets the win. So their burial just continues. They're below Mason T-Bar at this point. But
0: yeah, at this part, at this point, who knows? Maybe uh, the masks will go on soon. You know, they'll have to hide their face. <laughs> maybe just a paper bag over them or something.
1: Yeah, well, Cedric's had enough. He gets on the microphone and calls out Shelton, says, You're the weak link. I'm in the prime of my life, and I refuse to waste another second keeping yours alive. So this team is done. Must be.
0: Oh, also, what, uh, the one thing I think I noted here, um, the Mac, did the match start
1: during the break? It may have. We just came back. And it was I'm pretty sure.
0: On. Yeah, we came. It was <laughs> like just came back from break, you know, fade from black, and it was just going on. All right. I,
1: I, was I think they did us a favor. I, I guess. Yeah, thank God. Mm-hmm. Cut out the extra. Yeah, cut out the uh, entrance times. We go backstage where Drew Gulak insults Angel Garza and his rose. So Garza says, yeah, well, I'll shove this rose up your ass. Woo. And just you wait. Just you wait. He might just do that. Uh, so let's do that. Angel Garza takes on Drew Gulak, which in, in itself is a very rare sight to see, these two guys on Raw, let alone in a singles match. So, hey, let's see what they can do. It only lasts a couple minutes. Garza just comes out aggressive, beats down Drew, hits the wing clipper to get the dominant win. But he wasn't done there because then he grabs the rose, shoves it down the backs of Garza's trunks, and then gives him a big running kick in the ass. So he really did shove the flower up there like he said he would. (laughs) Which is, I mean... That's that's got Vince McMahon written all over. Oh,
0: that's that that's some good shit
1: right there. That is good <laughs> shit,
0: if anything has ever been good shit.
1: <sighs> yeah, flower up the ass. <laughs> Who thought? Uh, and then we go to Riddle, who's riding around on a scooter, and he sees his buddy Randy, who's all pissed off from that tomato attack. And he says he doesn't have time for the bro talk. So he just gets him to zip it so they can go out there and have a match. So we get Riddle Orton taking on mm-hmm. Elias Riker uh yeah pretty decent uh everything's going well randy gets the hot tag unleashes the viper beats up elias and then he sets him up for that draping ddt but then he looks over and this time orton is the one who reaches out for the tag so he's coming around a bit riddle gets in randy hits the ddt riddle hits the floating bro their little combo there and they get the second win in a row so yeah i like it coming around here
0: For the, uh, you know, they have a little, the RK bro has a little momentum.
1: Yeah. You know, and. AJ almost down the line, that could be a, that could be a pretty high tier feud.
0: Well, and you know, so I guess we've lost the, the artist formerly known as the Hurt Business. We've lost them (laughs) as a tag team. Uh, So, you know, maybe we replace them with these two kind of guys. Riddle and Orton have too much chemistry to not, to not enjoy it. They, they're too good together for like just having met each other.
1: Yeah, I know. I heard that Orton personally requested to work with Riddle.
0: And that feels like the kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I think we may have brought that up a couple weeks ago where if you're being tagged with with Randy Orton, it's because there there's a fucking reason. He thinks you're good. Yeah.
1: He doesn't just get thrown, you know. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely not. No. Uh, yeah. you know, because these are guys Yeah. It's fucking Randy Orton, man, you know. Legend. Legend.
1: Legend killer. A legend
0: himself. He has killed legends before. <laughs>
1: So when he dies, he's going to have to commit suicide. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, but let's get to that match we booked earlier. Sheamus taking on the raw debut of Mansoor, our uh, Saudi Arabian hero. Uh, Sheamus just tries to bully him around, but Mansoor fights back, showing off some nice agility. He looks better than the last time I remember seeing him.
0: I think last time uh, we would have seen I mean, honestly, I was trying to remember... Uh, and I guess it would have been whatever last time we went to Saudi. Yeehaw.
1: Yeah. Whenever we went remember to that, Saudi last. I think last... he was on like one episode of NXT once, but that might have even been before.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I didn't even remember that. Uh, yeah, you could, yeah, you could totally be right, but, um.
1: Uh, but yeah, no, he looks good. Gets a couple near falls. Uh, somehow Sheamus got cut open on the forehead. I didn't really see what happened there,
0: but. I also
1: missed blood. that. Uh, but that only seems to anger Sheamus as he. Regains control, uh, he looks ready to hit the brogue kick when Angel, Zar- Angel Garza comes flying in and attacks Sheamus, causing the disqualification and ruining Mansoor's winning streak. You know, at 49, about to hit 50, you cut it off just like that.
0: Why... <laughs> Why? Know, this, was
1: so, this was terrible.
0: Why? The match was going well. Oh my god! Like I mean, as soon as I like, honestly, when we heard that earlier on the show, it was going to be Mansoor Sheamus. I was like, oh shit, this guy's going to win. There's
1: is going to get a huge win.
0: There's no way they're bringing this guy in on a 49 match win streak to have him go 49 and one. You know, you keep putting him over every time you're going to Saudi because they keep pumping you all this money. I'm thinking to myself. Well, shit, I mean, I didn't see this coming. This would be a huge surprise. And I think the bigger surprise was that he fucking lost.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And with a DQ, they ruin it like that. Like, if you're going to make them lose, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I liked.
0: Yeah, if we're looking at win-loss columns, if we're looking at the two columns, yeah, Mansoor just took the L. But it's, uh, I guess he has the reason to not. It's tainted, yeah. It's you know he has, tainted. or he has the reason to maybe get a rematch of some kind, maybe lose for real. <laughs> the yeah. forty nine and two. Yeah. Such an no, I odd liked,
1: choice. I liked everything up till the end there. You know, I was happy. I'm like, ah, cool. Give him a shot. Let's see how he does. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, that was like a, uh, you know, like a Kevin Owens moment. That was a Page moment. It was like, wow, yeah, we can still yeah. do this and be surprising. <laughs>
1: It was like our call up. We didn't really get a big singles call up after WrestleMania, and this No, nope, wh- I
0: don't. Nothing actually.
1: Yeah, I can't yeah,
0: think so. of. Um, Damian Priest was there already. I
1: yeah, we had the return of the Viking Raiders, but they were already <sighs>
0: they were already there. Yeah, so. I'm trying to
1: think if. And now Eva Marie is coming back, so they and of,
0: even even we thought it might be Io, but then she showed up on NXT television.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. But anyways, Weird. at the end, Seamus Brogue kicks them both to end the segment.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> so thank God the segment's over.
1: But now it's time for your favorite segment, Alexa's Playground. Uh, but I'll spare you the, the pleasure. Just more talk about Lily and the trouble that seems to follow.
0: <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that I... Yeah, okay. F- yeah, first, you, well, we know how I feel about the whole way that she's dressed. But it's just, I don't know what to do about this now. We're just, what, a month? A way, we're a month after Where is the Fiend we're, We don't talk about him anymore <laughs> And then we just get the same yeah. promo We've been getting for the last three weeks Like what am I supposed to be stoked for
1: Didn't we get one episode of Firefly Finance with Bray No And then the puppets were like Yeah Alexa's a bitch And he's like oh. After she turned on him And then we never saw him again I feel like that happened You
0: feel like that happened Okay cause I don't remember that happening Not saying, not saying it didn't happen
1: like, Abby the Witch was like, that little bitch calling Alexa. Okay. And then he said he was going to reformat the show or something. I don't know. I can't
0: know. Okay, no, 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 no. You could, Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. I you could just be forgetting right now. But, yeah, it didn't add enough of a, you know, and maybe an answer.
1: Yeah. Either way, this on. is more of the same. We just need to see this Lily wherever she is. I don't know. Bring on Lily. And not the shitty 3D graphic at the end that pops up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, more, like, but more of those Photoshopped photos if we could. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was kind of funny, though. Uh, but then we're getting a woman's tag title match, which we should have got on SmackDown, but we're getting it here. Nia and Shayna take on Lana and Naomi, getting another crack at it. Um, and Lana always looks better, you know. Yeah, she's pulling off some fun moves from Hurricane Rana's and stuff. Uh, her and Naomi hit the double face buster, but Nia breaks up the pin then, of course, Reggie jumps in, distracts the ref. Uh, so out of all this bullshit, Baszler gets a hold of Lana and the Kira Fuda Clutch and taps her out to retain the belts.
0: To retain. Uh, yeah, I, it's going to have to happen. It's going to have to be a multi-man thing. You know, Naya, Shayna, they keep going back and forth between the brands, keep winning. So eventually these all these women are going to have to come together. Right now. And do something.
1: <laughs> um has got to fucking
0: someone's gonna have to do something just uh just before we move on quickly you were right mike there was about yeah he did come back afterwards uh bray wyatt did but as like firefly funhouse bray wyatt
1: yeah but yeah, i remember it, would, it did nothing he was just like yeah alexa's me and, and i'm gonna do something
0: yeah and he's mm-hmm. gonna do something and also the observer just tears him apart Right. Uh, he he won. Okay, get this. So he wins best gimmick in 2019, <laughs> but then worst gimmick in 2020.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh... he's
0: won two straight worst matches of the year, two straight worst feuds of the year, three total for both. He has two worst worked matches. He's the reigning most overrated. Oh, he has to have this little tri. He has the 2020 trifecta.
1: So Mo- he beat uh, Bobby Lashley, Rusev, Lana for worst story, her feud.
0: Yeah, clearly, clearly, hmm. because he was too busy with Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, Bobby. Or uh, sorry, um, the Fiend has uh, the 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 uh, quad crown of the Grand Slam. Uh, the, the Grand Slam of Observer. Uh, <laughs> so in 2020, he was awarded the most overrated, the worst gimmick. The worst feud and the worst match.
1: Wow! Which match was it in particular? Uh, the
0: match was the Braun Strowman match horseshow at Extreme Rules, if we can recall. Mm, that was yeah. the Swamp, the pre-film yeah. Swamp thing.
1: That's what first got Alexa Bliss involved in all Yeah,
0: this. yeah, the Wyatt Swamp fight. Uh, yeah. Gone the going for that that Observer Grand Slam. Love seeing it. Records being set on this podcast uh, on a weekly basis at this point.
1: <laughs> well, let's get to this main event here. Uh, the coin flip decided it. The almighty coin, Bobby Lashley, takes on Braun Strowman. But I do not really give a shit about this match. Uh, they're just kind of slugging it out. Drew comes out mid through midway through to do some commentary. So later on, they fight outside. Strowman goes for his big running shoulder tackle. But Lashley avoids it, so he runs right into McIntyre. So then, Drew gets in Braun's face, which distracts him, um, and he turns around. Bobby hits a spear, gets the win, and then right after, Drew comes in and Clay's mores him, and McIntyre stands tall. So, yeah, that's it. And what a
0: weird, it,
1: uh, God, what a weird main event scene we have on this. It's like every single person in that match has to lose going into Backlash,
0: and really, this and this <laughs> difference too. You know, kind of well, we have the two brands. Uh, you, 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 we are sort of able to look at things like, like for example, last year, the, the SmackDown Women's Championship scene, that the Bayley-Sasha back and forths, that was grade A, two thumbs up, Wagyu beef. But yeah. during, <laughs> while that was happening, Asuka was doing little to nothing. You know, mm-hmm. that was a porterhouse at best over
1: on the well, other brand or
0: is that is that a good easy. one ribeye what's a shi- what's important. a shitty steak cut <laughs> i don't know
1: i mean uh, to me any steak is pretty good
0: Okay, well, you, you, know, you know what you know I mean. Okay, you know what I mean. I, I okay, know, gristle, gristle. Yeah, sure. It's the gristle. This, this the <laughs> gristle of the steak is over there on Monday Night Raw, and we're hitting this point two over here in our post it's WrestleMania. Fish heads. We're eating <laughs> yeah. fish heads. A bucket <laughs> of fish. It's not heads even steak run. anymore. It's just fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking chopped off fish guts. Uh, and 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 in this post month after or month after Mania, uh, we're falling into the same thing where the SmackDown main event. Like, heavyweight championship scene is a beautiful filet mignon in garlic butter sauce. Mm -hmm. Uh, But over on Monday Night Raw, (laughs) the heavyweight championship scene is like like a
1: pack of McNuggets.
0: Yeah, a pack of McNuggets.
1: And they forgot your sauce. <laughs> and
0: they you don't even you don't, you don't even have any Szechuan available. They have no sauce for you. It's uh it is so, you know, yeah, obviously, hey, comparing the two shows uh certainly, you know, I mean, but but comparisons within WWE, I feel like are a lot easier to make than
1: Yeah. Certainly like, no, you I'll can't, compare, you can't
0: compare New Japan and WWE or Impact and AEW, you know, two different to kind of compare each other.
1: Yeah, and I mean it's That's the thing, Raw and Smackdown They're so similar but so different In the way that they're laid out and played so, It's out.
0: so weird Like You think just do what you do on one But do it on the other and it would still kind of work I mean it's all just good guys and bad guys Taking down it's, it's all just good guys trying to take down the forces of evil And the evil men uh, You know, not relinquishing Their power
1: Isn't it? <laughs> Sounds a lot like the real world
0: Sounds a lot like, like the so. real world, doesn't it? Uh, but yeah, what a weird way to end Monday Night Raw. I think, of course, this is the triple threat that we will be getting at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, and I have gotta say, two weeks of booking Roman Cesaro. Let's say they. Let's say we can make that happen for Backlash. I mean, I know he yeah. just got this match, but let's say two weeks of booking Cesaro and Roman. I'm. I'd be way more. I'm way more stoked than this triple threat.
1: Yeah. Two weeks. No. Give me Roman two weeks. Cesaro. That's my main event. And this
0: that's was, and this, event. and we found out this was going to be a match. What the Raw After Mania?
1: Yeah. Then they just announced it, and then they're like, "Yeah, Drew, you're in." Or I don't know.
0: It was so bizarre. And then they threw
1: Strowman in, and yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. It's not that great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that was Monday Night Raw. Um, I I hate to say it, but that might have been the best Raw since WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. It's hard. It's low hard bars. sometimes. Yeah, it's, the bars are
0: it's low. A, it's a low. It's a low, low bar. But uh, that was it. And that was Monday Night Raw. Uh, that was probably the first half of the show. Mike, should we take a break? Yes, let us. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with our. Uh, of course, we have all of our NXT action, and we are talking about blood and guts. So you're not going to want to miss it.
1: Litch. Yeah, Litch.
0: back with part two of the podcast here uh the rest of the week you know the wednesday night wars are no longer uh wars but you know they still happen they still happen in what successive nights
1: yeah they'll still be closely tied together more than you know unless aew like starts to beat raw in the ratings and smackdown yeah and and these two are closely
0: when will that happen how how does that happen do you think
1: um, I don't know. It huh. would take probably a couple years of pretty steady. I mean, they're about halfway there.
0: Yeah, they kind of started at halfway there, which is a great place to start. You know, yeah, certainly. <laughs> we'll
1: see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it'll happen one day. The whole day. world of yeah, it, yeah it, the whole world of television is kind of. On, I don't know the whole with streaming and everything it's hard to say that
0: yeah It'll happen one day there that 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 inaugural day that AEW will beat either Monday Night Raw or Smackdown depending when it happens who knows It'll who knows? it'll happen one day, and you know Chris Jericho is gonna be there telling calling himself <laughs> like the rating So a, a different like God a God of some yeah, kind. Something like that uh which might happen who knows but let's get into the second half of the show shall we uh because the Wednesday night war doesn't happen anymore uh but we still got to cover both of those shows so let's kick this one off with our Tuesday special of course of course we're talking about NXT
1: NXT what does it mean I don't know, but it's (laughs) a good wrestling. (laughs) So, NXT, (laughs) watch and see.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's all I got to say. That's (laughs) all I got to say. That's all you need? Yeah. No, we don't. Usually, (laughs) I I like to preface with a little bit of like, oh, (laughs) jazz. But I really got nothing because the show has been pretty consistent ever since uh, both nights of stand and deliver. And just excited to see it kind of keep growing.
1: Yeah, no, we, uh, this, this show itself, it started with no fluff. We just jumped right into a banger. Uh, we got Leon Ruff taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So, uh, you know, these two kind of been feuding for a little while now. So let's settle it here. And, uh, yeah, we got tons of high-flying action. Ruff just getting thrown all around outside the ring. Some painful landings. He just, like, jumps upside down to the barricade, lands on his head. But, uh, yeah, you know, we get some weapons. They go backstage at one point, come back out. Uh, Yeah, Leon Ruff reverses a superplex off the top rope into a big crucifix bomb. That gets him a big two count. But then the crazier spot is when they're on the apron. And Leon Ruff hits a reverse Rana on Swerve off the apron to the floor. That's some crazy that's stuff That's the hardest there.
0: part of the ring. That's the hardest part of the ring right there.
1: <laughs> onto the floor. That's even crazy. And that's the, the hardest part of
0: the uh, landing zones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Crazy spot. But Scott recovers. He starts running at Ruff, but uh, he avoids it. Swerve slams his knee into the stairs. So Ruff just starts targeting that knee, uh, smashes him with a toolbox, and then he hits a big frog splash for another two count. Uh, so then he tries to apply a leg lock on that hurt knee of Swerve, and he uses a wrench for extra leverage, but, uh, yeah, Swerve hits this big diving, twisting cutter onto the floor, uh, yeah, and then eventually, I don't know, they fight outside to the, to the crowd area, Leon Ruff climbs up on top of this equipment, goes for a big dive, but then this guy named AJ Francis is there to catch him. Do you know who this guy is? Absolutely not.
0: I was no, I hope know. I was hoping you would. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not either, but apparently he's part of the entourage of Swerve. So uh, okay, yeah, this Francis guy just slams rough onto the barricade. Swerve throws him back in the ring, hits the JML to get the win. I thought this was a super hot match.
0: Super hot. Think. They delivered. Uh, they had time. There was action. Either man could have won, and you would have Yeah, been...
1: big bumps, big crazy spots. Uh, yeah, and this, uh, I think later on afterwards, so, they show Swerve of kind of leaving the building, and he's got this Francis guy and two others with him, a woman, and, uh, yeah, I didn't see who else, but I guess he's got a little posse. He's a little posse. Oh,
0: I'm seeing here, A.J. Francis, uh, a former uh, NFL uh, football player. Hey, look at that. He played for many teams, including the Dolphins, twice, so there he so is. There you this, go, so, so, you so he's a, he's good in your books. Yeah, he's good in my books as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah it, was, yeah, it was hot, and Isaiah Swerve Scott keeps uh, kind of, you know... He's, he's rolling. Rolling to be like a top heel, like, you know, rolling up the heel rankings.
1: Yeah, you know, Swerve Kushida for the Cruiserweight title. That yeah, awesome.
0: kind of wherever they want to uh, put him. I would love to, The match I want to see, though, I want to see Leon Ruff and Ricochet in a <laughs> best sell match match. It's it's not a Hell in a Cell match. No, I'm (laughs) saying S-E-L-L. Whoever can sell the best and then determined by a panel of judges and then they win. Uh, Yeah, because he's fantastic at that. Yeah, that
1: would be cool. Uh, Then we go backstage, Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, just barge into William Regal's office where he's having a meeting with Scarlett. And then they just kind of make a boob joke as Theory's staring at her. Scarlet, but it's her big nails that he's intrigued by. Classic, classic, classic. Uh, then this fella named Asher Hale is in the ring to take on Cameron Grimes. No. So yeah, this little Hale gets a few moves in, but of course, Grimey makes short work of him. Hits the cave in to get the win.
0: The cave uh, in, classic squash.
1: Yeah, Grimes, big money, still rich. We don't
0: need us. He does. Cameron Grimes doesn't need us. The squash
1: though. Yeah, not really.
0: Not really. We're past that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter are getting interviewed backstage when they're interrupted by Frankie Monet and Little Presley. And she calls them cute and adorable. And she says her and her little dog believe in them. So Frankie Monet is still just kind of making the rounds.
0: You have have to introduce yourself to everybody backstage before, uh, you know, you're ready to kind of get involved. So, you know, she's right on pace.
1: Yeah, I'm on board still. (laughs) Her and Presley. Uh, Then we go to Grizzled Young Veterans taking on Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher. Uh, We got what you'd expect here. Good back and forth. Lots of mat-based offense, submission holds. uh, A couple men missing teeth.
0: (laughs) There was a lot of, yeah, uh, (laughs) grizzly-looking
1: mugs
0: (laughs) in this match.
1: Yeah, Uh, but then later on in the match, Tommaso Ciampa steals Wade Barrett's shoe. Right off of his foot, and then he slips the shoe to the thatch man, who clocks Gibson in the head with it, and then locks in the arm bar for the submission win.
0: Yeah, physical fun. All four (laughs) of these guys, they play the match on their face. Uh, (laughs) All of their faces are always so expressive when they're they're mean, when they're angry, like all that kind of thing. Uh, So yeah, we can come back to this match later with larger stakes. Yeah. Uh, who is so MSK is the tag team champs right now. Mm-hmm. Um it feels like, you know, these two teams uh of course uh, along with Legado del Fantasma. Yeah. Uh are the th- three kind of next in lines maybe.
1: Yeah, and they're all pretty on on pretty even footing there. You know, MSK, I like them, but they haven't quite gotten over as much as I think.
0: They've been Trip- they've been getting literal boos.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Triple H probably expected more, more babyface, but uh, you know, their in-ring action is good. So, mm-hmm. either way, yeah, let's the tag division. Let's let's have some good matches here. Amen, which we know they can. And there's still Imperium hanging around, of course.
0: Imperium, I think we also saw Everize try to uh chat up Cameron Grimes during the show.
1: Yeah, Everize, Brisongo, you got your jobber teams. Yeah, the tag division's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Karrion Cross and Scarlett come out for a promo, and he just talks about being the champ and Looking for worthy challengers to step up. So cool Kyle O'Reilly comes out to answer the call. And he just tells Cross he's not afraid of him. And he wants the match. But then Pete Dunne comes out. He wants in. So after he gives his piece, Finn Balor comes out. He runs down everyone like, I beat you. I beat you twice. I beat you last week. He's just going over it all. Uh, Then he takes a swing at Cross. And everyone starts fighting until the security guards have to come out to break everything up. But then Carrion just starts throwing the security all over the place. But then the way come in and they jump cross from behind. So he tries to fight them off, but they wear him down. So that's kind of added an extra wrinkle, out of throwing the way in this thing.
0: And yeah, another wrinkle. Yeah, another wrinkle. There was a. I think uh, they take everyone out with a series of super kicks. They kind of go for that super kick party for a little bit, and then they kind <laughs> yeah. of uh,
1: run out. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the way could you know maybe let Austin Theory go at cross try to cover the team in goal. do knows? Because Johnny's already got his belt.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on around around this uh, main event scene. It was hot with Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, of course. The entire Adam Cole's entire reign was the hottest thing on the planet. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know where we're going right now because yeah, all, all 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 four of those guys in the ring are the next challengers to me.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've been lukewarm on cross, so mm-hmm. we'll see where we go.
0: Yeah, just want to get
1: hot. I still giving, it. Trying to get yeah, hot. Trying to get hot. The stove's was on, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, but let's go to some women's action here. So we got Zayda Ramir, who had an impressive match last week with that shooting star press. Uh, but taking on Saray, who also had a nice debut the week before. So something's got to give. Uh but I think between the two, Saray is clearly seen as the bigger star. She's the one that got all the hype. Ramir didn't even get an entrance this week, but she still looked pretty good. She was hanging in. Uh the Saray though, that Japanese strong style, just stiff suplexes, big kicks. Her finisher, that Saito suplex, looks amazing where it's,
0: it's a, a good slammer on <laughs> Yeah, it's a good maneuver. Yeah. It's a good maneuver. You don't see it too often.
1: Yeah, so she gets the win. So, Rey off to a good start here in NXT. But, of course, it's but, the women's division.
0: But, Raymer got the big win over Tony Storm last week, correct?
1: Yeah, so it was a Yeah, little...
0: that was like, you know, and she kind of got that big deal. And that's a big deal win, I
1: think. Um, yeah, I was hoping they'd follow up. But, uh, hopefully, maybe... I don't know. Keep keep Zeta in the picture if she if she's on TV next week for a third week in a row, that's a good sign for her.
0: And, you know, uh Mike, just like we were saying, these were two women who had a match nothing around a title scene. Like it's possible. Yeah. We it's I mean, possible NXT to be done. Can, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have two or three women's matches it on a It can show that be
0: don't have a title. done. Uh, just for everybody out there.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, there's no denying. Uh then we go to Jake Atlas taking on LA Knight. Um, the match was fine. Atlas hangs in there. Uh, Knight hits the BFT, which looks just like a stunner. It's slightly different, I guess. Looks
0: but. very similar to uh, <laughs> a stunner.
1: Yeah, he gets the win. But I still, yeah, they kind of brought L.A. Knight in with this hype. But he's really, they don't really seem to have much for him.
0: Yeah, you know what? L.A. Knight and uh, Ethan Page, I think, are the same guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they They like were it. guys
0: brought in with a lot of hype. Put into yeah. something and a lot of screen time a lot of time to speak yeah. equal time to wrestle and then I'm just like not there yet I don't know why if feel like yeah. and they look they're just like also two tanned white guys <laughs> with dark hair so I'm like you're the same guy
1: seems like it,
0: it seems like uh-huh. it uh yeah he's a priority in here in nxt uh hype winning matches um yeah and he's good great greater promos I think so far
1: yeah, I just uh yeah, don't know what direction he's going right now. Not. Nah. But we'll see. We'll keep tabs. But uh Legado del Fantasma come out next to cut a promo. Uh, but then Kushida pops up on the screen to respond and he challenges Escobar to a Cruiserweight title match next week, which will be two out of 3 falls. So that's going to be a banger. Uh yeah, that oh that's
0: going to be huge. We haven't, had, I haven't we haven't had a 2 out of 3 falls match uh I think since the era of two out of three falls matches, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, yeah, sure. it, it's a it's a it's a it's a cool step, and we don't one we yeah. one we don't add see some games. more
1: drama to the match. Remember that Cole Gargano? That's one of the best matches in NXT history. One of the best there? matches
0: in WWE history, I think. Yeah, period. Uh, period. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, let a main event even if you want next week. Put a big spotlight on that cruiserweight title.
0: Yeah, that would be important. That would be important. I think uh, moving it over to uh, Kushida was a big move. So let's put them on the big stage. And uh, minimal Legato Del Fantasma interference. (laughs)
1: Uh, Then we get a little split-screen interview between Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez to hype up their upcoming title match, which will take place next week. Uh, Yeah, I just remember hearing the word Chiquita a lot in this thing. Chiquita. They call each other Chiquita. Chiquita. Little, yeah, some, little Spanish, some kind of
0: lat, li, Latin uh, Latino, whatever Latino. Thing. I don't know. Latinx.
1: Uh, but the match itself, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We'll see that next week. Uh, then we go backstage where Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, they walk up to their tank and they find little Presley sitting inside. And Shotzi responds how I would by just picking him up and, you know, ah, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> she nuzzles him and then she puts him down and says, okay, off you go, little guy. But then Amber Moon says, not cute. And she points inside the tank. Uh, so dog took a shit. You know, these little dogs. Little dogs, they don't give a fuck. They'll shit indoors anywhere.
0: Oh, my God. Little dogs are the worst. <laughs> they just shit and piss everywhere.
1: <laughs> Those little Pomeranian Chihuahua things. Yeah, they're cute as hell, but they don't give yeah, a fuck. they don't care. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so no tank tonight. Uh, but before we get that main event match, there was a quick little skit. Of Cameron Grimes, he's at some club trying to get in, saying he's a VIP, but the bouncer tells him that the whole place has been rented out tonight. And then a limousine pops up, or pulls up, and uh, out comes the million dollar man once again, Ted DiBiase, who laughs in his face.
0: <laughs> great, great, so to see, this, uh, great to see Ted DiBiase back on the show.
1: Yeah, the feud continues, but I mean, they can't wrestle, right? I don't think I don't so. Think Ted He's can probably
0: wrestle. what early seventies. <laughs> <70s? laughs>
1: but hey, you know this could bring back the uh, million dollar championship. That could be cool. Yeah, why Kurt not? Grimes got to carry that out.
0: Why not? I mean, we have. Uh, I mean, fuck. I haven't seen the twenty four seven title. It's the
1: FTW title of WWE. It really
0: is. I, you know, I, we no nobody cares about the FTW title. I haven't seen the twenty four seven championship. I think since WrestleMania, we might as well yeah. bring in another title that nobody cares about.
1: Million dollar Grimes. Yeehaw! Ah, uh, <laughs> but let's get to this main event here. We're getting those NXT Women's Tag Titles on the line. Amber and Shotzi taking on Indian Candice, and uh, yeah, so Amber and Shotzi walk out for the first time. No riding in that poop tank, <laughs>
0: the shit, ta- the shit tank,
1: the shit ran. tank, ran. Uh, but they did have some nice uh, Freddie and Jason gear going on. Shotzi being Freddie, Amber being Jason.
0: Remember being Jason. Shotzi's
1: a huge horror fan. She yeah. loves it. Yeah. Any time of the year it doesn't have to be October. It doesn't have to be. Uh, but let's get right into the weapons here, because uh, I forgot to mention. Did I mention it's a street fight? <laughs> it's a street fight. <laughs> did I
0: mention? Did I mention a street fight? Yeah, we got a. Yeah, uh, you know, we got we got a street fight over here at the CWC. Yeah.
1: So weapons. Uh, early on, we get the trash can. Amber and Shotzi shove the can on top of Indy, and then they hit a nice double drop kick, crushing her in between. Uh, not quite the crush of Yoshirai got, but still a good little still
0: spot. a good little crush. But yeah, that I'll I'll I mean I have nightmares of that happening to me. I'm stuck in a garbage can and then somebody lands and right that, on top of it. Boom. <laughs>
1: uh Then we get the good old chair table set up, uh, and then this time they add a fifth chair on top of it. Oh my god! So they're they're going Chris. Something crazy's going to happen. They s- put Indy Hartwell sitting down on it. Shotzi hits the rope. She's ready to go for a crazy suicide dive, but then goddamn Candace interrupts it by spraying her in the face with a fire extinguisher. Cause I know Shotzi would have gone for that. And that would have been a crazy fucking move. <laughs> she, of course she, of course she would have, but save her for a takeover. Save her for a takeover.
0: Candice LeRae, uh, I think after the match may have said, never fucking do that again. <laughs>
1: Cause Candice LeRae,
0: she has to be like the, she's in charge. She's the locker room leader. She's the mom. She's the mom of the <laughs> NXT women's division. Uh, I mean that with all respect. Oh, of course. I mean like, uh, and there's no even, pre- nothing really, uh, Mike, we agreed on that, st- on that statement. She's I know, I know. I'm the, saying
1: if she's listening.
0: Uh, which she is. I, uh, uh, she is, no, she is the elder stateswoman of of uh, of the NXT women's division. And I'm sure she may have had something to say about that spot.
1: Yeah. But, uh, so they just, yeah, she she just destroys the chair table after that. She's like, that's not going to happen. So, uh, we do get more weapon play, though. Lots of chairs are flung around. We get the the ladder set up horizontally across the barricade to the ring. And Candice is laid out on top. And then Shotzi hits a big senton off the top rope crashes through Candace, breaks the ladder. Uh, and then on the other side, back in the ring, Amber slams Indy hard, Hartwell into the table. Um, but the table doesn't break. I just kind of slammed her. These sit.
0: tables over here in, in, in NXT, I have no clue what's going on yeah. with them.
1: And I even heard the ref. She was like, are you okay? Oh, really? <laughs>
0: but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She went up. But
1: she seemed okay. She was fine. <laughs> so uh, some more crazy action. They get another ladder in the ring. And then this time they lay Shotzi on the ladder and then Indy like picks up the other end so they got it laid out again and then uh Candace hits the springboard moonsault off the ropes onto Shotzi on the ladder but she came down at a pretty high angle here I was scared <laughs> high risk but it looked good uh, high low high risk looked good uh but we're not done there Shotzi and Indy they fight outside the ring this time Indy gets laid out on the announce table <clears throat> Shotzi climbs up the nearby piece of the the lighting structure. Uh, She gets up top, and then she hits a big diving crossbody splash off top, breaking through Indy and the announce table. But that's still not it. (laughs) (laughs) We got more tables because Ember Moon is set up on the other side of the ring on a table on the floor. And then Indy Hartwell hits a nice uh, springboard elbow drop off the top to the floor, breaking Ember and the table. So Amber's out. We're getting to the end here. Candace has Shotzi all alone in the ring. And then she hits the wicked stepsister face first onto a chair. So that's a devastating maneuver. And that puts it to bed. Candace three gets the three count to win the match. And her first ever championship in NXT. Her first. Along with Indy. Wow. So hey, new tag champs. Um probably Indy's best match I've ever seen for her. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, they celebrate. Close the show. This was awesome. I loved it.
0: Yeah, brutal, brutal to say the least. Yeah, and uh, it's great. There, this match was 15 and a half minutes, Mike. Yeah, and they perfect. they knew their way. We uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do something if we want these. We're last gonna break three
1: tables with if that we want. Time. And it was and just ladder.
0: spot after spot, progressively, and like each one was getting a little wilder <laughs> as it went. Yeah, Shanti Blackheart, though. I mean.
1: She's going to do that on a takeover one
0: time. She's, like, oh, she's going gonna to do a lot of shit on takeovers uh, for the next uh, for the next little while. But, God, a few of her spots still look ter-
1: terrifying. <laughs> she's reckless. She she's is,
0: crazy. She is reckless. And maybe because she's the most reckless. But I mean it in a out. good way. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I mean.
1: Like she's Jeff Hardy. All, yeah, she exactly.
0: All four of these women are, so, are sore today. That is 100%. Um, that being said, uh, Candice LeRae, it's about damn time that you have a championship here in NXT uh you know while you and Indy Hartwell still developing as a team just a great yeah it's great to see one of those one of these NXT veterans come across with some gold eventually uh and just fingers crossed that she does not also suffer from the Gargano curse
1: (laughs) hopefully not uh I mean so far these NXT tag titles have had short reigns but I can't I don't even it doesn't even bother me because they've all been good matches and yeah, everything's good. Shanti will get the belt back at some point.
0: Yeah, well, we have, uh, you know, this is our we, we've we've had six winners, uh, or you know, three different teams for this championship. Yeah, three already.
1: teams. Yeah. Wow. So it's fun. We've been waiting for it for years, and they're making the most of them now that they finally have the belts.
0: And because we have the the the, the bodies, the, the, these belts are being <laughs> tossed around more than the uh, you know the. Main roster Women's uh, tag team championships And producing better matches Like these three matches That I can think of Because I think Raquel and Dakota Were given The belts Like the night after After there was like That sketchy finish With Nia and Shayna But then The match with Ember and Shotzi That was bomb And then they had this bomb Like the two matches For these championships Have been better Than the past year Of The (laughs) The main roster Women's championship
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Wild, eh? At least since Kabuki Warriors were
1: there. Yeah, they were the last Kyrie memorable
0: left. kind of thing. I know Bailey and Sasha were there in the middle, but uh that was kind of overshadowed by Bailey just being herself anyways. But um but yeah, and that was the that's how we kind of faded out our NXT. What an incredible show.
1: Yeah, great show. You had two amazing matches and all the stuff in between was good. Cool. So yeah.
0: Well let's move on because we've been waiting for it for i uh, fourteen months now we started off the show uh by mentioning of course uh let's just get to it we're talking about AEW, A-E-W. all elite they coming for you vince better watch out it's too sweet where yeah, God, I, I always have some i always have fun things to say <laughs> but then i always uh then i always here it is i know what i was gonna say On Wednesday, March 25th, live at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, we have the Inner Circle versus the Elite in a blood and guts match. Of course, we're talking about Chris Jericho. We're talking about Jake Hager. We're talking about Sammy Guevara. We're talking about uh, Santana Ortiz taking on the Bucks, Kenny, Adam, Cody. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) A lot of stuff went wrong. Yeah, the world. The world went wrong, Mike. And now, all this time later, 14 months, yeah, there, I said it, uh, we are coming at you um, with Blood and Guts, finally, which war is like a War Games.
1: I mean, they, throughout the night, they were pretty much calling it War Games. They were saying Blood and Guts was invented by Dust- Cody's father, and this is...
0: I love all factual. <laughs> Everything they I said mean, was flat factual.
1: N- no, no, no. In the court of law, no. Oh, okay. In the court of law. What is, uh... This is the first ever blood and guts match, is it not? Yes. So there you go. How could Cody's father have invented? Maybe
0: because he wrote it on a little pad of paper, and when Cody was no, going they just his didn't stuff. want to say one. They didn't <laughs> yeah. want to say.
1: I get it. I get it. It was just
0: trying to give him all the credit without actually uh, <laughs> saying anything. But before the show um, even starts, Mike, I'm getting Twitter and Instagram kind of notifications, uh, live videos being filmed uh, from uh, from Daily's Place in Jacksonville.
1: Did you see this?
0: Did you hear about this? So (laughs) here's how it goes. Tony Khan comes out and says, Yo, everybody, what's up? This is great. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you for being here. This is going to be monumental. You are our fans. However, I got to say, while uh, Blood and Guts, the matchup between the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle, will be live, the first half of the show is actually pre-taped. You Mm -hmm. will be watching it here on the screen, but your noise will be what the fans hear at home. Uh, Mixed, mixed reviews. Uh, As soon as as he kind of said that, I'm watching this video too. I'm like, what? He's coming out here and saying it. Vince would never do that. And then Tony Khan goes one step further and says, if you want a refund, you have 45 minutes to get it. (laughs) What? Vince would never offer a refund for dissatisfaction of product?
1: I mean, he has.
0: Maybe maybe if you attended that Raw 25 and you uh, chanted bullshit for uh, 32 <laughs> straight minutes. But yeah, so first half pre-taped, Blood and Guts live. I mean, obviously, you know, kind of they don't have the WWE technology to kind of bring in multiple rings and to easily set things up. And I think I don't I don't I think it was generally well received. It feels like a lot of people who were there were on kind of on board with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I was already there, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm st-. You bought the ticket for the main event I'm, anyways. Yeah,
0: it's like, <laughs> nobody bought a ticket for Blood and Guts because they were stoked on Cody and QT. Uh, yeah. Although we did, although mean, sure, we did get the match I prefer anyways.
1: two hours of live wrestling, but at the end of the day, uh, you know what the ticket you bought was for. Of
0: course, you know what's happening, so let's just get to... Um, but I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: There would be some confusion that people that would get there and be like, oh but I wouldn't have left. I wouldn't have got a refund. I would have just stayed.
0: Yeah, I wonder how many people will get refunds. But either way, uh, let's get into uh, the night because, of course, we know that's going to be our main event, but we have an hour of pre-taped action here for you, and we kick off with a big one. Uh, it was our tag team match that was announced last week. Of course, we had Moxley and Eddie Kingston taking on Kenny Omega, and uh, they're calling them MT Nakazawa these days. Uh where the T I don't from? know. I noticed it last week and thought maybe I heard something odd. Because uh, I thought Michael Nas- Na- Nakazawa. Maybe we'll look into that for
1: next. Maybe time. his middle name is May- a
0: middle name it? or something. But M T Nakazawa, uh, yeah. who shows up in his headset and his uh, his all. <laughs> he just looks like a backstage worker. Polo. He's always wearing
1: AEW gear.
0: As always wearing that kind of shit. Uh, but we get our nice Moxley Kingston through the crowd entrance, and it seems like there's a lot of people there. Maybe even like fifty percent. There seemed like a lot was. of people were there.
1: Yeah. Of course, a lot of tickets for this.
0: Just a couple weekends ago, Machine Gun Kelly played a
1: sold out concert at Daily's Place. <laughs> so they're yeah. clearly
0: doing it. You know, we're just uh, finding a way to make it happen. I mean,
1: and yeah, double for nothing or double or nothing. Uh, like could, probably could sell it out. If MJK just did, why can't they?
0: But why why not exactly? But we do kick off with this tag team matchup.
1: Yeah, but right before Don Callis comes out and says, Kenny Omega is unable to attend. So Nak- Mes- Nakazawa will wrestle by himself. Uh-oh. But it's all a ruse, of course. So Kenny appears. He attacks. Uh, yeah, the match was fine. Nothing uh, too crazy because eventually I think Omega just had enough. He just leaves Nakazawa on his own. So he gets double teamed and Mox and Eddie hit the old half and half suplex lariat combo to get the win. That's great. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then afterwards, the young bucks come out on the ramp, but it's all a distraction because the good brothers slide in, attack from behind. And they beat everyone down and then they hoist Eddie up on Omega's shoulders so he can hit the one winged angel. That was not good.
0: Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I mean, Omega is our cowardly heel. He evades as much contact as possible before the six-on-two beatdown of our babyfaces. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't
1: care about the Good Brothers. Is that just me? Yeah, they don't seem like much of anything Like, right their now.
0: presence on all elite wrestling television is like, I don't want to say nothing, but, I don't know, at least seeing Matt Jackson in a funny outfit take off his shoes to give a super kick, like, that's something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's go to Cody Rhodes taking on QT Marshall. Uh, yeah, let's just go it over with. <laughs> Cody takes off his belt, and he's ready to smack QT with it, but the ref stops him, takes it away. But then QT grabs his own belt and slaps Cody with it. Uh, But the ref doesn't call for DQ. He just says, hey, and throws the belt away. The old switcheroo?
0: Is that what the old switcheroo is?
1: Well, I mean, the ref saw it. He didn't DQ him, so. It's bizarre, man. I don't know. Anyways, and then later on, QT shoves Arn Anderson, and then Arn punches QT right in the face, right in front of the ref. Then he starts grinding Marshall's head into the ring post. Uh, But still no disqualification. They just get a team of refs to restrain Arn and take him out. So, this is, I mean, I complained about disqualifications, but there's got to be some rules here, folks.
0: Yeah, feel a Uh, bit all over the place. And, you know, I mean, (laughs) AEW uh, officiating is classically confusing. Uh, yeah, JR
1: calls him out a lot yeah, like well god damn it's a tag match yeah what well, yeah <laughs> whether it,
0: i think uh actually during that uh that intro tag match that we had JR asks uh, Tony Schiavone if it is a tornado a texas tornado tag because <laughs> the refs doing nothing and omega and nakazawa are in there just doing whatever the fuck they
1: want yeah yeah no it's funny but uh anyways uh we get back into the yeah. ring QT hits Cody with a crossroads for a two count and then uh, a great sequence here when both men are going for tombstone pile drivers, and they just keep flipping over one another, reversing it three times in a row, before Lee, Cody finally hits the tombstone. That was cool. That should have been the finish for me. No one should kick out. It.
0: Felt like it. They kept doing that, like, <laughs> like you know, flipping over each other eventually yeah. to get it.
1: But and I mean a tombstone from Cody. That's a pretty rare sight to see. But uh, anyways, then he hits the crossroads, and QT kicks out of that. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, But then Cody pulls out his final move, the figure four leg lock. And then he started to bleed near his eye. I don't even know where that came from. I missed
0: that. There was a lot of blood this week that I missed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a lot was intentional. but A lot of it was accidental. I swear I
0: I blink and I just missed it.
1: (laughs) Uh, But he got the submission win here. So Cody wins. And then afterwards, that Anthony Ogogo comes out hits Cody with the one punch to the body, the bolo shot, and then he lays the Union Jack flag over top of him.
0: Who has to be a fighter at this point, right? He has yeah. to be. I think they
1: said bronze medal Olympic
0: Okay, boxer. yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah. But, you know. uh,
1: yeah, they're really putting over that punch.
0: And really really putting over a go-go. Cody Rhodes and his feud with his former factory. Um, but it feels weird that he beat the leader right out of the gate and now maybe he's taken on like the you know the, <laughs> the yeah, promising brick uh,
1: i mean they let Co- uh, they let qt kick out of a crossroads i thought okay why not go all the way let him win the match all right cuz now he lost and it's kind of all bit fun.
0: of a weird choice but i got to say i was uh i think at least kind of surprised by qt marshalls uh, i i feel like i never we never watch him we
1: never really think Yeah, the about match it too was much. better than i thought it would yeah, be yeah the
0: match was better than i thought it would be which i think you know is says it says it's saying something which is great
1: yeah yeah Uh, Then we go to Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. They're being interviewed up in the rafters when Darby Allin attacks them and just starts jumping off of everything, climbing off the walls. Uh, But he's outnumbered. They beat him down. And then they throw him down a flight of concrete stairs. There's no faking that bump. He just took it.
0: He took it. He took it. He took it throughout <laughs> the entire commercial break. He was sitting there recovering while we were painting picture and yeah. picture.
1: <laughs> and I'm glad I got the the feed with commercials because it'll come into a very important play in the main event.
0: Yeah, it does come into play because, of course, I don't th- Yeah, Tony Khan didn't pay for uh, the commercial break list. Um, yeah, be, I think all eyes are on Scorpio Sky right now for kind of can he be the one to dethrone uh yeah. whatever his name is you know what his name is
1: yeah derby <laughs> uh, there derby allen i hide. mean he did cuz it was it's almost been completely forgotten when he won he won that brass ring match right and then he lost his title shot the next week
0: yes yeah i know i do uh i yeah i i guess i do recall that but yeah
1: the giant gold cheerio
0: Right, that's he what was. it was. It's such a weird... <laughs> ch- well, I mean, what do you choose when you... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. They just love giant props. Love props over there at uh, at All Elite Wrestling.
1: Uh, but then we go to the woman's action. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Julia Hart, who has no association with the Hart family. So, okay, kind of, oh, okay, you know, good. You, th- you think you'd pick a different name. You think if you're... Yeah,
0: world. it's like there's a few names uh, like Mysterio and mm. Hart. And
1: Ge- yeah. Guerrero, there's a few
0: uh, that you
1: just yeah, a few just like legendary family names that you think yeah about. that hey whatever. I mean,
0: it could, I mean, it, you know, unless it's your real name, then maybe it's like ah oh, okay. Fine. Yeah,
1: I haven't looked into it. It could be, but even that, a lot of wrestlers don't use their real name.
0: No, I'm pretty sure uh, the Hart family has a legacy contract with WWE. It's just like they all, they're just allowed to keep <laughs> using the whole family.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, we also find out that it's official. If we didn't already know, Britt Baker taking on Hukaru Shida for the title at Double or Nothing. So hey, I mean, I know it's not gonna be, but for me, that's my main event.
0: <laughs> Which is weird. I thought that uh, t- this week Britt Baker would somehow like it would somehow be kind of like a qualifier match for. The Double or nothing thing. I mean, she's, uh, and then they I sort of, she was already, I mean, she's, uh, yeah, she already one. is number one. And then they kind of just kind of told us, so I was like, oh, okay. I thought she was going to yeah. get it anyways. But, uh, they could have told us
1: after this match, yeah. I think, just when she's added another notch. Yeah.
0: Just uh, after that fucking lockjaw. Yeah. Uh,
1: because that's exactly, we know what's going to happen here. She dominates, gets the lockjaw. Of course.
0: Jaw, it was I like a minute and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, God, it has to happen. It has to happen. it, has to Rip Baker has to get has to get the win, um, mm-hmm. and truly bring this women's division, which is like full of promise. Right? We still have Thunder yeah. Rosa creeping around, Ty Conti, Red Velvet. We still have all the Jade Cargill has kind of been off television ever too. since.
1: Ever since that women's eliminator tournament, they've been pretty consistently good.
0: Yeah, we, go. we can. We do have. You know, we can rebuild them. We do have yeah, the technology. No, if,
1: and Baker is your. She's the one to build around. She's your centerpiece. Exactly. The star. Star of the show. Of the division. Yeah. You know, who's going to pop up on Jimmy Fallon, Hikaru Shida or Britt Baker?
0: Oh, Britt Baker. Exactly.
1: Uh, Fatal 4-Way tag match here. We got Varsity Blondes, Jurassic Express, SCU, and The Acclaimed. Uh, I think you said you looked up the song that Jurassic Express had. They, they, sort of... Yeah,
0: they had a, a non-wrestling like made song.
1: Yeah. Do you recognize the band, remember anything? I can't
0: remember. No, I, f- I forget. I forgot like automat like immediately
1: after I read them. <laughs> like right yeah, because yeah. I
0: didn't know who they were in the first place. Uh,
1: <laughs> some of the crowd knew it, though. They were like singing along a okay. the little. But uh, yeah, anyways, we got a nice multi-man tag match. Uh, these four teams happen to be the top four ranked in the division. Uh, so uh, yeah, this determines who faces the Young Bucks for the titles next week. But uh, SCU, they're the ones. They've got it all on the line. Uh, is it their career or just their team that they put on the line if they lose?
0: I think match? it was their team. Like, they yeah, will never wrestle together again.
1: Yeah, SCU will be done. So, uh, But lucky for them, they hit the BME, get the win here. So they're getting at least one more week. As they get the title shot next week.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the big title shot that we were kind of, uh, yeah, that we were built working towards.
1: Yeah, it's that or nothing. Yeah. Uh, then we bring out Tony Schiavone. And he uh, he gets his guest, Kenny Omega, because they're here to make an announcement regarding the AEW world title match at Double or Nothing. And Kenny comes out, says, uh, or he's got Nakazawa with him holding his other three belts. Kenny's bragging about all the gold he's got when Tony announces that Pac will face Orange Cassidy next week with the winner to face Omega at Double or Nothing. Mm. But then Omega cuts him off and salts Orange Cassidy so Cassidy comes out, but Kenny just insults him some more. Takes his sunglasses off his head and puts them on Nakazawa. And they just talk more trash and leave.
0: It was the first, but, uh, which, so the first time that we saw uh, those Impact and TNA championships. He doesn't bring out mm-hmm. that AAA belt either, so that was nice to see.
1: Yeah, nice to see them all on TV. Uh, a little surprising. I wouldn't have guessed that those were the two to be going for a double or nothing's title. Those but, are the two up there on I mean, the gonna,
0: rankings, you know.
1: I guess yeah, they're going by that. That's uh, what the
0: ranking system's for.
1: I mean, they'll be good matches either way. I mean, I god, just... I
0: don't know which one I would want more. Kenny Park, banger. But Kenny and Orange Cassidy would be a banger too. I don't know which one would be banger more, more banger.
1: But do you think either way it's the main event
0: of double or nothing? Yeah. It's kind of hard for it not to be. Yeah, I know. Although... Even though
1: I, I want Britt Baker. Although, yeah, really if,
0: if this is Britt Baker's time, I would love for that to be the main event, but it it still kind of feels... I mean, it's Kenny Omega. He has all the gold. This is what we've been waiting right. for.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it just feels like uh, like if Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy, you just feel going in that Orange Cassidy has no chance. Yeah. Eh? But, I mean, either way, the match is going to be awesome, mm-hmm. Who, no matter who he faces. Yeah. Uh, but there's still one more thing before the main event. Because Miro comes out to cut a quick promo and he's in a serious mood. And he has signed a contract for a TNT title match against Darby next week, which I think that could be the biggest challenge yet for Darby. Uh,
0: yeah. I you know, he won't be fully healed. He was just thrown down a set of concrete stairs. He's going to be uh, kind of coupling, coming into this a little hobbled.
1: I mean, there's a chance Miro walks away with this Miro thing. Miro is a wrecking ball. Now that he's on a, yeah, he's abandoned the video game stuff. He's, <laughs> he's focused. Um, but Darby Allen, though, I don't know. He's been such a
0: great champion bringing us through this era, this time where, like, he's the only belt that's been on the line for the past months. I mean, yeah, Hikaru Shida's been nothing. I mean, the the Bucks don't really, they're not involved in the tag scene because they're more involved in this kind of larger schemed thing and kenny has had a few title defenses i mean darby is really carrying the championship legacy of all elite wrestling
1: yeah certainly right now Mm -hmm. but let's get to it it's time for blood and guts uh we got the double cage of course the double cell structure uh yeah roof on the top uh both uh yeah, the match starts, two men in the ring, five minutes, and then after that, someone comes in, and then two minutes in between each entrance. Uh, the pinnacle, they won the parlay, so they have the advantage of coming out first. And the match doesn't start till everyone's in the ring, and at that point, it can only be won by submit or surrender. So, let's get this thing going. Uh, yeah, the inner circle, they come out, they got their matching uh, prison gear jumpsuits on.
0: Which I didn't uh, get. I didn't under. I didn't get it. Are they doing a bit?
1: I don't know. I guess they just thought it looked okay. cool.
0: Okay. I was. I thought. But, uh, I was sure if they were doing a bit because if they were, I no, didn't. No. I get think
1: it. it's just. Hey, let's match. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dax Harwood and Sammy Guevara start off the match, but we already knew Guevara. He volunteered himself. So, but these two, they started up real good. They come out hot. Sammy's fired up. Uh, but yeah, the the one thing that's always kind of weird is like. Uh the walls of the cage, they're not like fully I don't know, they don't seem as weighted on the bottom as like the cell. Like when they climb onto them, it like moves out of the It bit, really
0: you know? felt like it was moving.
1: Like it's loose. Yeah. It's like loose <laughs> it's, it's kinda weird, but it's still solid enough. I mean I
0: guess it's all uh, it's all gonna be different, you know.
1: Yeah. And there's room between the cage and the ropes, like we said. But, but not
0: enough to walk uh, around. It's just like, an, there was like it's, a. it's like an on the one side. Yeah, it's side. like an extended apron.
1: Yeah, it's not even on every like the one side there was like a little platform, but then the other side there was like a crack you could fall down. Uh huh.
0: Uh
1: anyways, it's a cool cool looking structure. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, so Sammy just starts slamming Dax head into the wall of the cage multiple times and it busts him open, we get our first blade job of the night. And uh it's pretty good. He was covered red pretty quick.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> eventually I eventually I couldn't tell who was who because there was eventually, so much. Yeah, bad.
1: everyone was just red by the end of this thing, but uh Five minutes go by, the next member's in. Uh Yeah, Sammy hits or yeah, Sean Spears comes in next. He's got his chair. Uh so Sammy's kind of against himself. Two guys here. And then Sean Spears hits Guevara with a vicious chair shot right to the head. Which I thought those were banned.
0: I was, there was that, that was either to the head or a very good
1: they they did a very good job. <laughs> I don't know. There there was at least one that was straight to the head in this match. There was a couple. But either way, I thought after the Cody incident they were kind of shying away. But I mean it looked good if they was done safely. Well, it he, is really the, good. he is the chairman. We know what he's gonna do. <laughs> he is the chairman. Uh but then luckily for Sammy, the clock ticks away and Ortiz is in next and uh he's on fire. He's just chucking chairs at people. And then an impressive spot here when both Sean Spears and Sammy, they they both go for springboards at the same time and they just kind of meet in the middle while balancing on the top of the ropes. They're grappling onto each other and then Ortiz chucks a chair at Spears back which knocks him forward into Sammy smoothly into a Spanish fly off the rope. That was
0: baby crazy. that was our that was the first that was our first this is awesome like, chance shit. that yeah, was our first so- holy shit and it was like so well deserved. That was such a so such smooth. a cool spot. Few people could pull that off. Such a cool uh, spot.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, but then Sammy, I think he got a little overly ambitious as soon after that. He goes for like another springboard mood, but he kind of he botched it. He just kind of slipped and fell. Yeah,
0: commentary, commentary had to sell a little bit of a knee and like, oh, I must buy that chair yeah. to the knee. Had to sell and it a bit. And Sammy,
1: he was bleeding as well from his head. Not quite as bad as some of the others, but he was cut. We got, by the end of the match, seven out of ten men were bleeding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you counted for us?
1: Yeah. perfect uh but we'll get to that because cash wheeler comes in next and then ftr hit the big gory special to ortiz he just kind of falls down between the cage wall the crack he's stuck uh but then the clock runs down again santana comes in he gets some barbed wire he just kind of wraps it around starts punching which gives wheeler an excuse to blade so now he's bleeding and his was coming out pretty good uh, so tons of blood, but no guts have been spilled yet, thankfully. <laughs> so
0: far, no guts. No clue where that barbed wire came from.
1: Ah, he's, I think they had them hidden like in, their, in. in their prison gear. Yeah, that's what Maybe it was. Maybe that was the reason they had it.
0: Looking for a shiv uh, next. Somebody's going to get shanked.
1: And then Wardlow comes out next. Um, and yeah, thankfully, you and I were both watching the feed without commercials. Because a lot of this match, they're like, we're going to break. And then you'd miss it. We'll be back in cool picture in picture. Yeah. It uh, wasn't even picture-in-picture, picture, though, the one I watched. Oh. How about yeah. you?
0: No, no, I watched the non, yeah, like the the after-the-fact. Like there's,
1: there's commentary, there's yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So anyways, Wardlow comes in. They try to gang up on him, but he's just tossing bodies around, especially Sammy. He bumps great for him. He just flings them all around. Uh, but then two minutes later, Jake Hager comes in, and he's running wild. He gets Harwood in the ankle lock, and he taps out. But it does not matter, because the match hasn't started yet. So Hager and Wardlow, they have their big man showdown until the final member of the Pinnacle, MJF, he gets into the ring. He's just talking trash, laying a beat down. Uh, We cut to Wheeler, who's bleeding even more, and he's just covered in blood. Uh, But we get the final countdown as the last member, Chris Jericho, enters the ring. The match can now officially begin. So uh, we get the big standoff, both teams kind of squaring off in each ring and... uh, Yeah, interesting. Like we said, the the heels are wearing white and the faces are wearing black. Oh, yeah, that's a little
0: weird. But Jericho's got that smile on his face that just lets me know how happy he is.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. When they're singing Judas.
0: (laughs) So he's selling it to me alone and himself.
1: So everyone's in the match. This becomes a big brawl. Jericho's just swinging his bat around everywhere. Uh, Jericho and Sean Spears climb up the wall of the cage. Then he just kind of shoves Spears' head. Gets some stuck in the metal truss there for a minute. But uh, then FTR on the other side, they just start tearing away at the ring canvas, exposing the wood, the hard boards underneath. Uh, and then Sean Spears, he just starts unlocking the turnbuckle. They're just tearing this ring apart. Uh, but they're the ones who get beaten up, and Santana Ortiz get a hold of him and hit spike pile drivers out of the exposed wood with the assist of Sammy jumping off the broken rope to make it a triple pile driver. He almost slipped too. That don't see those too often. Don't see rope. those
0: too often.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Uh and then a bit after, Sammy hits the coast to coast, kicking a chair right into Sean Spears' face. And then Jericho grabs the the broken turnbuckle and nails MJF in the head with the steel part of it, which gives MJF the excuse to blade. So now he's bleeding. <laughs> the ex- the um,
0: excuse, like he needed one.
1: <laughs> so he's bloody. Inner circle holds him up. And then Ortiz pulls out a fork and then he just starts gouging away at him like Abdullah the butcher no clue where that one came from i think that was in the trunks <laughs> okay as well, that was
0: in the but... trunks too got it
1: yeah uh yeah so he's gouging him uh Jericho hadn't bladed yet but his tan was dripping off his face <laughs> i don't know if you can see that So just some brown little smudges <sighs> oh, coming that's down that's funny but, uh... that's funny and then one scary spot in the match win uh so the ring was all torn up, and Jake Hager comes running at Wardlow, who picks him up, and they kind of slip. Hager nearly gets dropped on his head, because I think it was from that ring foam that was just kind of loosely on there. They kind of slip.
0: Oh, okay, I think I, I must have missed that. Uh, I must have missed that one spot.
1: Yeah. Well, thankfully everyone was okay. But right after they nail Wardlow in the head with a chair, and that one seemed like it was a, just right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! But anyways, we cut back outside the ring where Tolly is starting to cause some trouble. He attacks the ref, steals the key, and opens the door to the cage. So MJF decides to go out the door, and then he scales up the side onto the roof. Uh, but then Jericho goes out after him, and he milks it. He milks it from the crowd. He's stopping. He's waiting for air, building up the anticipation <laughs> as he's climbing up the, the cage to go after Maxwell. Uh So at this point, you could hear stuff going on underneath, but I don't think we got another shot of what was going on in the ring.
0: Not, not, (laughs) yeah. No, we didn't. We did not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So both men on the roof now. MJF's begging for mercy. Jericho pounds away, locks him in the walls of Jericho, but MJF hits him with a low blow to escape. Uh, And then he puts Jericho in the salt of the earth, but Jericho won't tap out. So he works him over some more, pulls out the diamond ring, puts it on, and punches Jericho in the face with it. Which, uh, of course, now it's a time Jericho gets his little blade out. And this one you could really see on camera. He just, quick little swipe.
0: Just a (laughs) a quick one.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the effort. Uh, (laughs) He's dripping blood. MJF yells at him. And then he looks over the edge of the cage as if to contemplate throwing Jericho off the top. So he grabs a hold of him. They're at the edge. And he just yells down back to the inner circle. If you don't surrender, I'm throwing him off the top. They're all trying to talk him out of it. Uh, finally, Sammy says, we surrender. We surrender. So there you have it. The pinnacle have won the first ever blood and guts match. Sammy that's not Sammy the end, Guevara it?
0: Sa- saving his mentor just in time.
1: Or so he thinks. Because afterwards, MJF picks up Jericho. And then he shoves him backwards off the roof of the cage. As Jericho crashes through the stage... Which uh, Excalibur calls concrete, uh, but we can all clearly see it's a crash pad with some. It's wood. a crash pad to some... look
0: like it's metal, which I thought was pretty it cool. Was, uh, it looked like it was yeah, like the end, I... like you know, great like thing.
1: Was pretty yeah, cool. I thought it looked not that good. Oh, okay. though, The actual metal part, I don't know, but I mean the 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 bump was great. The crash, I just thought they could have done a bit better covering it up. Mm. But either way, from the top of the bloody cage, MJF yells "Thank you," and he celebrates as the medical staff tend to Jericho but no great match they gave it all everybody
0: gave it all it was bloody yeah. physically bloody intense everywhere. the match yeah. built uh yeah great performances out of everyone Dax and Ca- Dax a little bit Dax and cash uh, were fantastic they knew when to bump you know when to kind of take a bump for like maximum efficiency of the match like that. Uh, Sammy Guevara, of course, our uh, steadfast, beloved babyface, um, with his guts and fearlessness.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess he was the guts in Blood and Guts.
0: Yeah, he he was he was the heart that pumped the blood to the guts. Uh, that being said, you know you're doing a big thing like this on television for the first time. There's gonna be some problems. I think with about uh, ten minutes left in the match, it became clear to me that they were they needed to kill time uh i noticed that about you know kind of uh, i kind of felt like to slow down a little bit um mm-hmm. yeah and yeah maybe that that spot off the top i thought was a lot of fun and you know the bump was great
1: i just didn't like the close-up where you could see how cheesy the metal looked it was just like thin thin wood with a flat yeah if he if he'd, if he'd fallen a little bit further i think it was most sort of the camera of anything if the camera just showed like a long a long shot him falling. Yeah, especially
0: because we had, because like, especially because we had just seen like an hour earlier, Darby Allen being legitimately thrown down concrete <laughs> yeah, stairs, real concrete. But you know, Jericho, he's like fifty years old, man.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate the bump. I just uh, I saw a bit of online backlash to the,
0: Hater, the construction haters. Haters gonna the hate, set.
1: hate, 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 hate.
0: As far yeah. as I'm concerned. But yeah, and a match like this, far more positives than negatives. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. The ma- Seven out of ten men bladed. Everybody
0: here loved the match. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, in terms of becoming a yearly AEW thing, 100%. 100%. I mean, may. I mean, maybe not even yearly. You know, by yearly. Yeah, I
1: don't think it won't be scheduled like War Games is.
0: No, less scheduled. But, you know, this will be something that we will come back to. Uh, and this will always be the first one, which is very
1: yeah. important. Yeah, I mean, eventually they were they were supposed to be in it. You're going to get one with Omega, Cody, the Bucks, Hangman. So
0: I don't even know if they would want maybe, to maybe with the
1: Dark Order, maybe Dark Order with Hangman. Exactly, versus, you know, something uh,
0: like that. You know, you can still kind of find five people and uh, throw them into something and make it uh, make it worthwhile. You know, like a Team Taz versus the Dark Order, or thing. you know, kind of build a bit of feud there or something like that. I mean, here we just, we just booked it. Literally just booked it. That was it, though. That was our blood and guts. That was our AEW. And that was all of our wrestling
1: action for the week. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you got a lot of good matches this week. A lot of good
0: stuff. Yeah, seriously, was. A lot to pick from because, of course, we have to uh, crown a uh, brand new wrestler of the week.
1: It's the wrestler of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week. Of the week, the wrestler of the week, of the week, of the
0: week, the wrestler of the week. of the week, of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week. Mike, I'm gonna kick it to you.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, multiple good matches to choose from. Uh, but I'll just go with it. It's been a long time coming, and this week, she's a double champ, because I'm giving it to Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, the new women's tag champs, and new wrestler of the week.
0: The uh, the Way.
1: The Way, if you
0: will. I like it. It might, might also be the first time a, uh, a women's tag team has had a name, or at least since the Kabuki Warriors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm... We had the Kabukis, the Iconics, and now The Way. The way.
0: Of course, because the role models never quite went there. The golden role models. No, that was that was never no. quite.
1: And I guess Bliss Cross was kind of. Yeah,
0: that's kind I of mean, a that's name. Just kind of their names, that's kind of, kind of, kind of just of. their names.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so that's the way. That's the way
0: you goes. Yeah, that was. That was uh, congratulations for all of that. Uh, My last show of the week, I'm going a little bit differently uh, just because. Mike, there was too too much blood to not be drawn to (laughs) blood and guts. What we we have been waiting for for over a year. The match was a lot of fun. It did not disappoint. We do not get to see the large, you know, let's call it war games. Sure, that's fine. You still don't get to see it too often. Every time we see a war games match, we're always like, damn, I wish we saw more war games matches. And we did. We got the AEW version. My rest of the week this week is going to none other than the demo god, Chris Jericho, I wish, uh, you know, leading, so it was really funny, original Blood and Guts, he was going to be heading up the uh, the biggest heel faction on the planet. Now, <laughs> he's still in Blood and Guts, but he's the baby face. You can see it on, you can see the smile, he's playing into it well, and God, I wish that I could fall back 20 feet when I'm 50 years old. Uh, that takes a lot of guts. There you have it. We, uh, we saw the yeah. blood on the ring, and it took some fucking guts to fall off yeah. that, uh, fall off that uh, cage, uh, putting over MJF. Like, if there's one guy who's going to keep putting over MJF, it's going to be Chris Jericho. He's made a career in AEW of putting this kid over. And, uh, you know, he may be out for a little bit, but it's definitely not the last we've seen of the Demo God. You are the wrestler of the week
1: sounds good good way to close out a good week of wrestling
0: it really was it really was uh, yeah that's all the time we have for the show this week folks remember tune in next week because we do have our backlash kind of predictions going on we do have uh, an IWGP US title match on, uh, on all Elite wrestling next week we
1: got multiple title matches next
0: So week. everyone's going to want to tune back in for that. You can rate, rate, like, and subscribe because the podcast is everywhere. And uh, that's all the time we have for the week.
1: That's all, folks.
0: Okay, Mike, you take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you later. See ya.